Hey guys, welcome to the studios here at uh, Center Target Firearms and Indoor Range. I'm Brett, here's Bobby, and here's Joe, three stooges, That's so right. to speak. Uh, <laughs> a little bit different. We're squeezed in here, but I, I tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to this topic. Uh, once again, uh, the firearm you see on the table has been uh, checked multiple times. It's clear, so we want to uh, let everybody know about that. And don't forget to subscribe and like the video for us. And guys, we've got a uh, interesting uh, topic today. Um, I watch a lot of TV. Right. You watch your uh, forensic files. Yeah, I watch forensic see, I'm files. A movie buff. I'm a movie no. See, there you go. A lethal weapon, probably. Uh, Die Hard. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. John well, Wick. okay. Perfect topic, yeah, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. My wife hates watching television with me because I'm always saying that's not that. Yeah, that's not, that's not true. Yeah. That's not that ain't going to happen. So today we're talking about uh, reality versus movies. Yep. Yeah, a lot of things you see on television, just like I say, I, my wife hates watching TV with me because I'm always saying that's that's not Speaking real. Part, that's yeah. not realistic. That's not really going to happen. And, and, you know, I, I find in talking to a lot of people after, you know, officers being involved in shootings and different things or critical incidents, they, they actually attribute some of the uh, some of the, 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 the shortcomings or failures they had to something they saw on television. Sure. It was kind of yeah. resounding in their mind or just, you know, individual people from a self-defense standpoint that we'll talk to after the fact that uh, – that, that, that the, the television or what they saw on television had a, uh, had a subconscious uh, effect on them. So we thought, you know, what better topic than to uh, talk about uh, TV versus, uh, versus reality. <clears throat> Good deal. And, you know, you guys, with your background, you see things a little bit different than I would. I mean, I spent 30 years talking to myself in a booth. So <laughs> I see things different where I say, ooh, that's cool. Right. It's not. It's not reality. Well, you know, and one of the, one of the things that, stands out to me, and, 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 and I know Joe and I have talked about this before, too, is, uh, you know, the effects that, uh, that a shooting in t on television will have on, a, on, a, on an individual. Sure. You'll see somebody get shot, even with a handgun a lot of times, it'll blow them up against the wall. You know, the law of physics doesn't work that no, way. There's no. a uh, opposite and equal uh, reaction to whatever that action is. So for it to blow somebody up against the wall, that recoil would have to have the same impact on the, uh, the person that would was shooting whatever the, uh, the 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 firearm was, so uh, you know whatever that recoil is is basically the that's the energy that's transferred onto the uh, the target. So that's not a very no. realistic. Uh, Fortunately, I haven't ever shot anyone, but I I'm aware that yeah that's all that's all theater. Yeah, the, the the law of physics doesn't doesn't exist <clears throat> there. And then and then another thing that always stands out to me is the. Uh, on television, somebody gets shot one time. It's it's immediate incapacitation, no matter where where they are shot at. And I think that sends a from a self defense standpoint, that sends a really bad message, because a lot of people are not prepared for what if this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the, even the trainings for uh, for law enforcement. You know, they they go shoot paper targets. There's never a discussion about, or rarely is there a discussion about. Okay, what happens if this doesn't work? Because on the movies, when somebody is uh, is is shot, we use it, that, that as an example. Yeah. Somebody's shot. Most of the time, regardless of where they shot, they go down. Well, in reality, there's no physiological reason, no physical reason for a person to to collapse or fall or to give up what they're doing unless you the, the central nervous system or a load bearing joints hit. There's really no physical reason for the bad guy to fall down. You know, if somebody, if I had a gun to you uh, like this, and Joe shot me, say in the uh, in the in the heart, the lung, you know, that's I, I'm probably going to perish soon. Yes. 
but I'm not, there's no physical reason for me to give up. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. still got of course. quite a while before I, my, my blood pressure drops to a point based on, you know, hemorrhaging or whatever the case may be. Yeah, a deer hunter, a deer hunter can relate to that because, a you know, you shoot a deer, scenario. you might have to chase that sucker down, you know, mm-hmm. two miles before, you, before he drops and, and quits running. Yeah. Reason being, te- the, the, the deer hadn't watched television. Yeah, it doesn't know that it's that's supposed it. to, the, the, the deer doesn't know it's supposed to collapse and fall over. So, you know, I, I get a lot of, a lot of uh, people that, that, Will say that the the person they were they were shot with a non lethal or non uh, incapacitating area or in in an area yes. such as that that just immediately collapsed and it was the psychological effect more than anything and I've also talked to people who said they shot somebody you know officers or whomever the case may be in self defense and that person continued to do. Things. Therefore, now we start getting into this overwhelmed portion of the brain, no matter whether it's the law enforcement, military, or just a citizen trying mm-hmm. to protect himself. Once things don't go the way you anticipate them going, that's when you become overwhelmed. And when you become overwhelmed, that's when you go into this fight, flight, or freeze syndrome. Yes. And freeze is not a good thing if somebody's shooting at no. you or trying to hurt you and some uh, seriously injure you. Um, flight can be good, can be bad, but the problem is if the flight or running away, if if there is a, um, if it's because we're overwhelmed, we're not going to make a good decision. That's it. You know, we're going to run into traffic or we're going to do, a, a snake is a good example of that. If you see a snake at a distance, you're not overwhelmed. You have time to, okay, I may, that may surprise me a little bit, yeah, but I'm, I'm not, not I'm not overwhelmed <laughs> with that, but I've got time to formulate a plan. Yeah. Okay, that's a snake. My heart's beating faster. I don't want to go there. I don't want to participate in whatever that is, so I'm going to go around it. Versus I walk up on it, my foot's lifted in the air, and I'm getting ready to step down on whatever, on this snake. I realize it's a snake. I'm going to jump, not formulating a plan, not operating from the cortex region of the brain, and now I may jump over a cliff. I may jump into a pile of snakes. You know, who, who knows what uh, what's going to happen? But we can't formulate a really, really good plan, so we get to that. And then the last one being fight. And, and how much training we do will will have a, a, a big bearing on that. And, and just like we said with a snake, the earlier we recognize this problem, the earlier we see that this is going to be an issue. But because you know, on television, as I said, somebody's engaged in self-defense, it blows them against the wall. You see all this. Uh, you, you see immediate effects. Oh, I've got a darker colored shirt on. If, if Joe were to engage me with gunfire, uh, there's a high likelihood he wouldn't even know that he had hit me vi- from a visible yes. standpoint as far as actually seeing something here. So, you know, television uh, does that as well as just the, we talk about physical as well, physical side of the house or physical uh, force, knockouts. You know, one-punch knockouts happen all the time yeah. on television. And, and in reality, knocking somebody out is, is a little bit tougher than, you know, you get them a good whip of the, um, on the button here, usually puts somebody to sleep pretty good. But just with a fist, you know, you see them hit them up, up in here, and and you know, a lot of times that's 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 not going to do it like it does on the uh, on, on television. Yeah, the old uh, old eighties um, TV series where they probably chop them in yeah. the neck or something. And they're out. That doesn't happen. And Smoke it, a neck pitch. And guys, the brain works so funny. And we talk about you know a lot of times we think see things in a slow motion effect. We don't. The reality time it happens so fast. Mm-hmm. It's not like Danny Glover taking aim, cracking his neck, and shooting. Right. You know, you don't have that with TV. You do, but 
it, it, things happen just bam, bam, so fast. Right, and and there's also an after effect. You know, you never see, or rarely do you see the after effect on television. Uh, you know, somebody's involved in a self-defense, and I know, Joe, you, you guys have talked about this before as well. Somebody's involved in a self-defense uh, act. Uh, on television, tomorrow is another day, and, you know, everybody goes about eating breakfast, when in reality, you know, there's now there's a process we got to go through, which is law enforcement investigating uh probably uh, seizing that weapon yes. just to, you know, for investigative purposes and all those different things. So you know, television doesn't go into that because that's not the exciting part for, from, from TV standpoint, but uh, you know, it, it is something that, uh, that, that kind of shocks people because it's like, yeah. okay, I'm, when did this, yeah. when did this part come in? You know, I'm, I'm, why, why are you investigating me? Yeah, because that's the process. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, westerns are always one of the biggest things too that I, I see because you know I love watching westerns when I watch television. Sure. And westerns are westerns are all right. I like but I, yeah. I, what happens in a western? You know, you got two guys square up against each other. Uh, they line up. One draws. Boom. They draw about the same time. But whoever gets the first shot off, the other one immediately. As we said earlier, immediate incapacitation. Yep. The other one blows the smoke off the end of it, uh, off the barrel, puts it back in his uh, holster. End of uh, discussion. But you know, in reality, there weren't a whole lot of gunfights in the wild, wild west. And when there was, as uh, as as we've talked about before, a lot of times nobody got hit. I.e., they shot at each other. They run out of shells, or <laughs> both people got hit, depending on the distance they were apart. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've done this before in class. I've said, okay, we're going to simulate that we've got a gun here, and you guys as the students, you tell me who wins. I say, you say go. We're going to pull, me and Joe, pull our pull our, our, our finger out and go bang. You tell me who wins. Draw. Bang. We both shoot. Now see who won. Uh, Joe was a little bit faster than you were, or, or Bobby, you won or whatever. And it's like, who got shot? Both of you did. Yeah. Yeah, if we're close yeah. enough sure. to that to happen, because Joe's not even going to know he shot in that length of time, and 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 those, uh, and, and I'm not to war story anybody to death, mm-hmm. but I've been in in situations or gun sh- bites or gun sh- uh, shootout kind of deals to where I have literally been so scared that after the fact and every everything it, it cleared, I had to feel to see if I was actually hit or not, mm-hmm. just because I, I couldn't process any of that stuff. I could have been hit and not even known it. So uh, you know, westerns uh, westerns send that 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 message that uh, it's yeah first shot's going to win no matter what. A lot of knockouts in the uh, in, in in westerns as well. A lot of uh, shooting the gun out of people's hands in westerns and and a lot of the movies you see. I see oh, yeah. snipers shooting oh, yeah. guns out of out of people's hands and that is a not a viable option under any yeah, circumstances. Yeah, no, you're not going to shoot nothing out of nobody's hands. That's that's not going to happen. And, you know, there were, that, that incident happened once uh, where there was a, um, I may be able to research this somewhere on the, uh, on, on the web, but uh, there was a, a, a guy, he had it's sort of a barricade situation. He's sitting out in the middle of the road, and he's got the gun between his legs, and the, the, the sniper actually shoots the gun, and it goes flying through the air, and they ask him after the fact, so how'd you do that? And he's like, oh, we can shoot within a 32nd of an inch, no matter what the circumstances and all those things, and Hats off to this guy, good shot. But my question is, what happens if you didn't hit him or it deflected and went off somebody else? We, we actually, we being our team, we set up a, a witness panel or a booth. We set different guns inside this witness panel and built four, three sides around it yes. and shot it. Here was the only thing we determined from that, that there was nothing predictable. 
sometimes the gun would disable. Sometimes the gun would, uh, the, the, the round would deflect and, and cause frag from the pistol itself. My question is kind of like the, the old analogy, well, just shoot to wound or shoot to do this. No, we're, we're shooting to stop. And is that the best, most viable option to stop somebody? If you're justified in using deadly force, my, my, my answer is no, because, you know, what if it deflects and hits somebody it shouldn't or whatever the case may be? All those factors have to be figured in. And then conversely, if we're not justified in using deadly force, we have now used deadly force when we pointed a gun at somebody and pressed the trigger. Even if the even if the weapon, we're trying to shoot a pistol or whatever out of somebody's hand, we've used deadly force against that person. Regardless what our what our yep. mindset is, well, I wasn't trying to kill them. I was just wanting to, to hurt them really bad. I wouldn't really no. justify it in shooting them or whatever the case may be. No, when you point that weapon at somebody and you press the trigger, you have used deadly physical force against that person, and the courts have found you cannot use deadly physical force in a non-deadly force situation. Well, you talk about Westerns. I'll talk about John Wick. I, I like oh, the John yeah. Wick movies, it's all right? Real. But don't believe everything you see. So, And, of course, uh, uh, the star, Keanu Reeves, he, he did some good, very good pistol training, and I've yes, got yes, to he admit, yes, he I'm did. impressed. And he's got some skills. And, and don't let me throw any shade in that way whatsoever. But for theater, there's a lot of choreography and a lot of things that transpire that are not reality. I mean, if, if someone comes into your house, you know, I can think I'm John Wick all I want. I'm not putting one right there. It's probably not going to happen, um, particularly if I'm in fear for my life or fear for my family. Yeah, a lot of variables start coming, you know. We try, and just like you said, and, and and props to Keanu Reeves. I mean, he did some, he did Krav Maga train. He did, oh, yeah. he did three gun train. He did tons and tons of stuff. And the, the dude's a real deal. I mean, yeah, he man. can, he yeah. can, he can, he can do, he can do work. And and that's uh, that that's a good thing. As you said, you know, just being able to pick a pistol up and be able to do some of the things that you see on television is just simply not realistic for right. for one to do. And you shoot paper out here all day long. Paper stationary, you're stationary, everything's fine. You start adding different variables into that. Okay, now you're getting shot at. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to shoot at you. We're going to put one of those tennis ball machines downrange, and we're going to start sending them back. <laughs> it's not going to kill you. But it's going to hurt. Let's see how accurate you become then. Now let's start moving the target back right. and forth. Right. And if you stay stationary, odds are you're going to get shot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it all goes back because your your mind's wired so different. Mm -hmm. Your mind is, and you see different things. But I think as we talked a couple of weeks ago, and we've talked about it too, training. Train, just don't train physically. Train your mind a lot Absolutely. of things. Because if you get into a situation like this, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen just like that. It's not mm -hmm. going to, you're not going to have time to think. But if you're, if you're repetitive, you train, uh, just like I, I, we train as a family, home defense, right. uh, where to go, what to do. All this, you just get in your mind and train. It's second nature, but it's sometimes people don't want to go through the training a lot of times. Right. Well, That's I mean, what hurts. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's no different than like uh, you train the family what to do in case of a fire. Yep. We train the family mm -hmm. what to do in case of a tornado. We train the family what to do in other emergency situations. This is no different. Um, and the training is a big deal. You know, the things that we're talking about, you know, when I talk about that, that John Wick isn't reality, uh, listen, there's some people in the world that may – able to do what what you see mm -hmm. but man that's such a, oh, yeah. a, a minor number yes. the average person no i can't 
I shoot a lot. I can't do that. And again, with him, training. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? Exactly. And it looked, John Wick to me is one of those, one of those movies on, that you can watch and really not a lot to pick apart. Mm-hmm. Right. For a guy like me, I'm just watching loving it. You, you guys would pick it apart a little bit more than I would, but it's, uh, it's all about even that, training for a role. You're training. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that Keanu Reeves is trained. Yes. You yes. can tell. Yeah. You know, when, it, when, a, when a guy uh, uh, in, in a movie grabs a, uh, grabs a pistol and he's doing the old cup and saucer and he's doing, you know, he's, uh, he's shooting, I don't know, something out of the, a bird out of the air or something like that. You're like, that's not going to, that's not. Right. You know, you got Wick who's rolling. He's got sure. the, he's everything you see, you know, is, is, is good. But as, as Joe said, to be able to replicate some of that stuff is, is not going to happen uh, from 99% of the people right. in the world. <laughs> he represents the, the less. And, and there's still a little bit of luck that goes into well, if, yes. if somebody with that skill set still hit, uh, hit somebody with some of those things. Yeah. It would be. Um, but, you know, mental rehearsal, as you said, you know, it's not uh, sitting around thinking about uh, it's not, well, you're paranoid. No, I'm not paranoid. I'm just aware there's bad things that happen in the world. There's bad people in the world. I go to, uh, to, to Walmart or whatever. I'm mentally rehearsing. What if somebody jumps out and does this? What if somebody does that? And maybe you say, well, he's crazy. Maybe, but uh, if somebody jumps out, it's going to be a bad day if I've yeah. thought through it. You've got the shotgun. Yeah. We'll show the shotgun to everybody at home. And as you said, we we check this, we check these things three times back here. We're all checking, we're all doing different things with them. But this is one of the biggest myths, not just with television, but I think as as I talk to people throughout the country and throughout the world, it's like, well, I don't want to use a shotgun for home defense, man. It's just a, you know, it's a scatter gun or it's this or it's that. And granted, it spreads more than a rifle if mm-hmm. you're not shooting a, a a slug in it. But the thing about this, and we use this this shotgun here is an example you know typically the approximate spread of a shotgun i know barrel length figures into that to some degree but this is a smooth bore shotgun looks like maybe a 16 inch barrel like something along those lines but you know even if we had a 14 inch barrel or we had a, a 26 inch barrel whatever the case may be the the approximate spread of a shotgun is about an inch per yard so you watch television i've seen television watch your watching something the other day and it somebody shot with a shotgun and it literally in a, at a uh, maybe 10 foot range put a spread on the wall uh, that was I'd say six or seven foot mm-hmm. in in diameter which again is theater in, in reality that's not yes. going to happen typically and and you mark this down and you check this yourself because this is the best thing to do is typically your spread for a shotgun is going to be around one inch per yard which means at 10 yards your average spread is going to be somewhere around 10 inches. Well, a 10-inch spread at 10 yards, start putting some of that into perspective. You know, a room in a house that's 30 feet long is, is almost unheard of. I mean, I know very few people that have that, right. and that's if they're standing one end from the other. Even a hallway yeah, isn't more, that long. A more realistic uh, distance is five yards, you know, 15 feet, something like that. That's an that's average-sized room, and you've got a five-inch spread. Now, what a lot of people do is they'll shoot a paper target and they'll see where the wadding prints on that, on that, and and think, oh well, that's you know I've got this spread, this spread. The wadding doesn't, you know, the wadding's not gonna. I, I'm I'm figuring the pellets right. out whenever right. I start doing right. that because the, the wadding is not going to, uh, you know, at 10, 7, 10 distance, it's gonna maybe smack you a little it's bit. It's not gonna penetrate. Yeah, right. And you know, this has all been 
great stuff. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, having both you guys here, it's either usually Team. me or Joe or me and Bobby. <laughs> um, but it's it's been great to hear all all of this about because a lot of people don't uh, separate TV from reality, and they think they can watch this and do this. You know, Mel Gibson and uh, Danny Glover when the Lethal Weapon series comes out years ago, all you heard, everybody wanted Bob Beretta's and all this because they want to be like, you know, Mel Gibson. Um, I'm more like the fat man Mel Gibson, <laughs> the Santa, you know, the holiday movie had last year, not the cool, yeah. sleek Beretta Mel Gibson. But guys, thanks so much. And uh, we want to invite you all to come by Center Target Absolutely. and uh, talk with the guys. If you don't know what you're looking for or you even topics like this, talk to them about it. They can help you. Uh, you know, they can answer questions. Bobby here, he's full of, like me and Joe, we're, we're just here at the table. No, Bobby, I'm just here with you guys. Bobby we're is the encyclopedia, <laughs> and he is a professional. But, you guys, I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas everybody. And, everybody. Guys, we'll see you real soon. Stop on by and uh, check out uh, Center Target Firearms and Indoor Range. And remember to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next Friday. See you guys. God bless.